Despite the warning, they decided that what was in front of them looked good. The warning was that if they eat it, they will die. But a deceiver came, prompted by his own pride and greed, and told them the rule was silly, that it wasn't true, that there was no consequence, that the authority had told them that, had lied to them. And so they ate. And while the consequences were not immediate death, the consequences were immediate, suddenly a chill swept over them. They had pains in their body that they hadn't experienced before. They were uncomfortable. And they sought to isolate from each other. They donned masks and hid from each other, lest they have to convince themselves that they had done something. And when the authority came around, they denied even to him. But it was too late. The disease already affected them. They were expelled from their home, driven away, lest they infect that home. And they were there to fend for themselves, now with sweat and toil. While death was not immediate, it was to come slowly, but not before they passed it on to their children and to others. And since millions have been afraid, millions have been alone, millions have died. If you think I'm talking about, about bat wing soup, the uh, pious, maybe, uh, local legend of how this uh, virus came to be, I'm not. I'm talking about a deeper virus, a deeper disease that we have. We've all been infected with it. And of course, that's original sin, as Adam and Eve took that fruit of the tree. And what this day celebrates is as much associated with that as anything else. Because of that moment of self-defiance, of finding themselves over and above God, against God, listening to the serpent, the serpent who had better plans for humanity than God did, at least in his mind, the serpent who symbolizes that ancient foe of humanity, Satan, who was told, according to pious legend, that God was going to become man. And he refused. How dare God become man that I would have to worship man? And so he thought, sought to thwart God's plan. And ironically, in the very thwarting of God's plan were the first humans. He set the plan into motion because God knew all along exactly what he was going to do. God knew all along that Adam and Eve were going to sin, that the rule that he had given them, do not eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that they were going to grasp, consume, and it was going to consume them. And they would be separated from God. And without a cure, they would be separated for all eternity. But the plan 
was that God was going to send his Savior, his Son, as Savior. His Son who would become human, would take on flesh, become incarnate, would be born, born into an otherwise normal-looking family, something supernatural about that family, of course. We know what that is. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit that this child was born in and that Mary conceived and bore a child. And that right there is good enough for the story. But we know the story only begins with the Annunciation and begins with the birth that we celebrate this day. And it's not fulfilled until Christ lays his life down on the cross and picks it up again in the resurrection. The two great feasts of the church year, Christmas and Easter, Nativity of our Lord and the uh, celebration of the resurrection of the Lord are very core to everything we are. But if we only had to celebrate one, as important as Christmas is, it would have to be Easter. Because that's when the cure, the medicine, was given. As Christ offered his life on the cross, offered his life for our salvation, offered himself, if you will, as a vaccine for original sin. And not a vaccine that gives a few more years, wards off original sin for a little bit, but rather battles with the effects of original sin and gives us not temporary physical life, but eternal supernatural life. Is it a wonder that the angels sang that first Christmas as they saw their God take flesh? Well, they saw it before, taking flesh now born for them. And we sing it in the glory. Every time we sing that glory, do we, do we catch it? Glory to God in the highest and, on peace, and peace to good people of goodwill. We sing the song of the angels because that is where our medicine is, in Christ. This is a great day. And we, as a, as a world, have suffered this last year in a way perhaps that we have not suffered before. Although the world has suffered greater tragedy, if we're honest. Not even that long ago, in reality, the Spanish flu epidemic, the Black Death, wars and famines. See, all of that is a result of that couple in that garden eating that forbidden fruit. And all of that, as hard as it is, is solved by the baby laid in the manger, foreshadowing his laying down his life on the cross. If this day has any importance, if this day has any gift of hope to us, it's that. As much as we've been waiting for a vaccine or waiting for cures and therapeutics for COVID, as much as we've been hiding, following physical distancing rules and washing our hands, and we should be doing that all the time. I'm just grossed out by that fact that some people don't, but or wearing masks, all those things, as much as we've been doing to prolong our lives here and now, 
Christmas reminds us there's something even greater yet. It's not the gifts under the tree, it's not the tree, it's not the stars. It's not the rich and the powerful, certainly not our politicians, as important as our medicine and doctors and nurses and all those in the medical profession have been. It's not there, but it's in Christ. It's in Christ. And with this gospel passage, we recall, it's not to the rich and the powerful. It's not to the wealthy, the strong. It's not even to the cleanest of people, but it's to shepherds. They were the first hearers of that Christmas proclamation. That today is born for your Savior, Christ the Lord. Yeah, I know the story. You do, it, you do too. That's Matthew's gospel, though, of the wise men. But it wasn't to the angels. It wasn't from the angels, I should say, that the wise men heard. It was the star. This night, the angels are speaking to us. And I think they'd say the exact same thing they, they said that 2,000 years ago in the Bethlehem wilderness. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to people of goodwill. For today is born a Savior. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The medicine is here. The medicine is here. And even as we gather this night, the medicine is here. In this Eucharist. There's a saying that's floating around. The way to keep Christmas best is to keep Christ at Christmas That's only partially true. The way to keep Christmas best is to keep Mass in Christmas. That's what Christmas means. It's Christ's Mass. Because when we keep Mass in Christmas, we recognize we already have the cure. And yes, while we're 100% affected, infected, we're bound for something more. Because today is born a Savior who is medicine for us.